Welcome to episode 14 to Business Matters. This is the Eau Claire Chamber of Commerce podcast. We are coming to you from the Wind Technology Studio, and we also want to make sure we thank our media sponsor, Royal Credit Union. Today, we have a special guest for you. Kathy Wright is here to talk about all of what's going on with where Country Jam is moving to, really becoming a, a, a bigger thing than just Country Jam. Um, so we want to talk about that and how it's going to impact Eau Claire more than maybe just three to four days as it has in the past. So, Kathy, welcome. Glad to have you here. Thank you. So give us a little background on, on who you are first and, and how, how did you get so connected to Country Jam? So my uh, really strong answer to that is just dumb luck. Um, so yeah, it, it's kind of funny. I was a um, geriatric social work major in college and um, was working, uh, paying my tuition by working at the country club. And I met the owners of the festival that were out golfing one day and they said, hey, you should come work for us. You can meet all the stars. And I said, great. What does it pay? I have tuition to pay. So I, uh, I worked for them for several summers um, and finished my degree, went into social work, realized it wasn't my calling. And um, at the same time, realized I really liked this goofy festival world that there was. And so I I flipped careers quickly and came over to work for Country Jam, started in sponsorship and marketing back in 1999. And um, after a couple of years that I worked for them in college, so 99 came on full-time in sponsorship and marketing and then just kind of continued to add things to my plate as the years went along and took a break for a couple of years while my kid was little <laughs> and came back in 2019 as the general manager of the festival. In we'll kind of jump ahead, but we'll come back is... So you've been there all these different years. What have you seen changed as far as the festival? Like you know, when you started out to what it is today? You know, that's um, crazy because I keep saying that um, nothing has changed, but everything is different. Um, probably our biggest change was really the the rise of country music as a whole. Okay. So, you know, when we started acts, you know, our headliners, you know, may, we paid them $200,000. And, you know, now you can't touch anybody for under a million dollars. So the, the price of our acts really has changed dramatically. And really that's become... Um, just a reflection of how popular country has become. So when we started in this business, you know, you might see a country act come to the lacrosse center or a smaller hmm. venue. Okay. You know, I think the first the first real country act to ever play Target Center was was Garth, um, but then maybe Reba, the first person to really bring a tour to those areas. And so when we started in this business, country music artists didn't sell at football stadiums. Okay, um, they sold out smaller venues. Then they moved to like Excel Energy Center or Target Center. And, you know, now they're selling out full stadiums in a matter of minutes. Right. So, you know, the popularity of country has changed so dramatically. So now those artists are able to go sell out U.S. Bank Stadium. And so we're now competing with a much larger market than we ever had been before. Okay. So that's probably one of the biggest changes on our end. Um, and, you know, the consumer has changed. We used to be four days R.I.P. Sunday of Country Jam. I never want to see it again. Um, <laughs> but uh, those are some long four days. But, um, the, you know, the guest has changed quite a bit. We still have that hardcore three-day music fan, and we love them, and we're so thankful for them. But then we have a ton of people that are like, look, I can only go one day. Sure. But what kind of experience can I have for one day? Okay. So when I first started, you only could buy VIPs in three-day packages. 
If you couldn't come all three days, too bad, go sit in the back. And now, you know, we do offer a lot of options for people if they just want to come for one day and have a really great experience for that day. Okay. So the pricing has changed. So how do you go about choosing your stars? And and how much choice do you have in it versus who's available and you have to take? Correct. All of it. So, you know, we, it's just a big puzzle that we put together every fall. And we have an agent in Nashville who's amazing that we work directly with. And so, you know, first thing first, who's touring? And who's touring stadiums? Because if they're touring stadiums, they're not going to play us. Okay. Because the show looks different. Oh, the stadium sure. show is completely laid out different than a festival show. And again, what's different is in ninety, you know, in, in nineteen ninety nine when we had Brooks and Don or Reba, they just did the same show wherever they went. And now they have an indoor show, they have a festival show, they have oh. a stadium show. So they all look different, and they're very um, well thought through. They're very intentional with their song choices, their placements their sets, their scenes, all of that. So it's, you know, who's, who will even look at a festival date this year? Who's on a festival circuit? Um, where are they going to be? You know, we're, we haven't had to fight Europe the last couple of years because it, Europe hasn't been very welcoming um, oh, okay. since COVID to American touring, So, which has benefited us dramatically. Um, Canada being closed for a couple of years helped us too. We kept everybody in our, in our borders, right? Um, so yeah, understanding where everyone's going. And we buy our talent on a route. So we work with our agent who has several other clients whose dates are close and around ours. So rather than saying, hey, do you want to come to Eau Claire, Wisconsin in July? He'll say, hey, do you want to play um, Omaha, Nebraska, Twin Lakes, Wisconsin, Eau Claire, Wisconsin, and then head on over to the North Dakota State Fair? Okay. So he buys talent for all of them. So we all try and work together. So sometimes you end up with an act that you didn't necessarily want but like hey North Dakota really wants these guys so can you take them because they don't necessarily want Tim McGraw but you want them so we all really work together um interesting yeah as putting that all together and um yeah and then budget right like what you know you think you have a budget but then all of a sudden ping somebody becomes available (laughs) and you're like well let's just move the budget a few zeros over and so um yeah it it's very interesting and really trying to find the best mix because there's so many different subsets within country now that, um, you know, we have to try and make sure we keep everyone happy. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously as a business, you know, Claire, and, and one that relies on, you know, a lot of those businesses to support, how have you seen that over the years, both from, you know, just showing up to the sponsorships to all of those different things to physically support what Country Jam has been? Yeah, it's amazing. The amount of support that we get from our community is unreal. From the people that we ask to come out and work for us um, for a couple days a year, we try and make it a great experience for them. But, you know, what what we what we ask from for the community and also what we can return to it. So we know our festival is a $24 million economic economic impact to the local community. It's a big weekend. That's huge. It's a huge weekend. Hotels, restaurants, gas stations, parks, you know, and we're really working with Visit Eau Claire a lot to encourage people to get out and, and see our city when they're here sure. as well. You sure. know, our gates don't open till one. So there are some lovely brunch spots in town that you need to find. But, you know, the, the community has continued to be involved with the festival. And, and, you know, there's always just that natural cycle. Like, you know, I've done it for 10 years and it's time to take a little break. Okay. Um, but 
but for the most part, there's always there's always kind of that great, comfortable churn in um, supporters that we have at the festival, or people that just move in and out of those seats. Yeah. And um, you know, I I know we've had some we have some 30 year seat holders. Oh my gosh. Um, that have been there all. Well, this is the year 30. Uh oh. This is year 33 with okay. our 32nd festival. So um, yeah, we. Locally, we have just a great, great following and a great support system. And what I love is how welcoming Eau Claire is to everybody that comes here jam yes. weekend. Yep. You know, it's not like, oh, no, you know, it, the waste management, you know, Phoenix was just a mess last weekend with the waste management open and the Super Bowl and Barrett Jackson. And I mean, people of Phoenix are done. Yes. They're like everybody we're, out. Whereas in Eau Claire, you know, I think we're really excited to show off what we do here when yeah. when our guests come. So when you look at that crowd of supporters, what is the percentage of people in Eau Claire that are coming versus what are you drawing here? Because that's, I think some, at times people forget and don't understand that $24 million impact, what that truly means. So we have about a, about a 33% cut. So 33% of our guest is local and goes home at night. Okay. Um, 33% camps. So there are some local people that camp because it's sure. a it's an amazing experience to have camping be a part of Jam for you, and then about a third stay in our hotels. Okay, and you know sometimes that just becomes a logistics issue because our hotels are full. Yeah. So once the hotels fill up, then it's like, well, I either need to camp or find somebody to stay with or whatever that looks like. But it's about a third, a third, a third. Okay. So, um, which is great because we are able to fill all the hotels. We are able to get people downtown and out to the restaurants. And then we have the group that just loves to be at that campsite and spend the weekend. And I was giggling the other day, though, because I think Hy-Vee grocery delivery might be game changing for a lot of our campers. <laughs> I mean, I know I would just be like, make my grocery list and this is my campsite there number. Go, and I'll see, yep, I'll see you. I'll see you. I'll see you soon. I didn't know they were doing that. Interesting. <laughs> well, they do grocery delivery. It comes to my well, house all the time. So, OK, yeah, so, I guess. I'd, OK, yeah. I, yeah. I so I would say, why not deliver to the campground? Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So. Big move. You guys are building your own grounds now and everything. What was the impetus of that? I mean, and how long was that like in the planning mm-hmm. to we feel we could grow who we are and really you're going to become the Eau Claire event district. It's not just Country Jam anymore, but talk a little bit about where did that start to how you got there today? Well, we had an ownership change um, in late or in mid 2018. So we had a new group of investors come in and kind of the first thing they did after their first festival season is said, you know, we've been paying rent for 33 years and building infrastructure on a piece of land we don't own. And that piece of land is also in a floodplain. So we we couldn't do anything down there. People are like, oh, you should build a... I'm like, we can't right. build a... Yep. It doesn't matter what you were going to say, we can't build it. So they started to look at really what, what the future of the festival looks like. So that became like, a, hey, let's find some land. And then all of a sudden it was like, well, if we buy some land, what else could we do? And then it just became the beast, the Eau Claire Event District. <laughs> and, um, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day, but the Eau Claire Event District was. So um, the I shout out to Cedar Falls Building Systems because they are generaling a project that is unbelievable. So we sat back and thought about what um, our community could use okay. and, and what we could use. And sure. so we are developing, as you mentioned, what so what we are now called is the Eau Claire Event District. And it's 160 acres of land that Country Jam happens to take place on. Okay. So what that means for us in our future is um, probably the 
the biggest change for us as a, as a group is that we're building two permanent facilities that are going to be out at the Eau Claire event district. The first being the Crescent, um, and that is 37,000 square feet, and that it will be um, a corporate event center, wedding center, um, anywhere you want to have a party. So that will seat about 630, 640 people at round tables. Okay. And it'll have full bar. We have a 10,000 square foot pavilion that's attached to that. So if you're getting married, you can get married under the pavilion and then have all your guests come into the reception. Eventually, we'll have gardens out there to be able to get married in. So um, corporate events, you know, if you've got a, a a big convention, the Wild Turkey Federation, whatever you're involved in, sure. we can, ho- we can ho- host that at our new facility. Okay. And um, something I'm very excited about is that we've partnered with KP Catering and they are actually moving into that facility. So they will be our, yeah, they'll be our onsite catering company and they'll, they'll still do catering. Don't worry. (laughs) Nobody, nobody panic. Um, But that operation will be run mostly out of uh, the crescent of our, one of our event facilities. So um, I have neighbors and now I, I, the way I keep thinking is I now have a personal chef. I don't, I don't know that Matt Waters likes that title, but um, I think somebody's going to be cooking for me on a pretty regular basis. So I'm in. Um, so that's really, really exciting for us. And that facility was very intentional. It, it actually has a stunning bride's room and groom's room in it. You know, what we're learning about the wedding business is that most weddings all take place in one spot now. That you is know, really growing fast. It has. And they want to be able to get dressed there. They want to get ready there. They want to do all the things, be able to go out, do their wedding, come back inside. You know, the whole church at two, dinner at five is kind yep. of over um, for some people. So we wanted to build something that could accommodate that. And and really, the, the wedding market um, is so strong for Eau Claire becoming a destination wedding, yes. which sounds kind of, because I think Cancun, right? Right, right. Um, but, you know, Twin Cities Brides, you know, $100 a plate's a bargain. Oh my gosh, yes. And um, all their friends have gotten married at the same country club. And so for them to be able to come to Eau Claire and get married at the Crescent, obviously it's a much more economical for them. They can throw this, the you know, 10 times the party for half the price. Yeah. And so it, and it's not the same place all their friends got married at. Yep. So we'll really be looking at drawing from that Twin Cities market okay. for weddings as well. You know, we're at exit 59. We're not that far away. Right. Um, so that's important. And then our second facility we're building out there is called High Country. And that one is 19,000 square feet. I just saw the renderings for it today. It's going to be stunning. It's um, got beautiful, huge garage doors all the way around. So, you know, we can let the outside in or the inside okay. out. Okay. Um, or it'll be open 365 days a year. You can have weddings. You can have corporate events. We'll also be able to do pop-up concerts in that particular building. So that building's standing room is about 2,300 people. Oh, my gosh. So, you know, if we want to do a little Chris Cruzy songwriter's night, you know, sure. those types of things, we can throw those little parties up there. Okay. And it has a stunning deck off of it. So it's really going to be a, a great gift to our community so you know as we look at at it you know people used to ask me what I used to you know you only work three days a year (laughs) you know my favorite my favorite um and you know now we do work 365 you know our intention is to have weddings out there every Friday every Saturday and probably every Sunday at least in the summer sure and be busy that facility will be busy on a very regular basis and we're adding to our festival portfolio Okay. So what was just one festival, three days in July, is most likely going to be two next summer and possibly three by 2024. 
So what other festivals are you looking at? What would they, other musical festivals? Yeah, or, other okay. music festivals or anything else. You know, okay. that's that's what I think is so cool about the Eau Claire Event District is that Eau Claire's really just never had a facility like this. Yeah. So, you know, we've got two massive structures to work out of the Crescent and High Country. We've got 300 campsites with electrical hookup and 700 campsites, just standard campsites that okay. you, know, you can pull your RV into and spend the weekend with us. So it really is set up to do all kinds of different things. You know, I remember back in the 90s when the city hosted the Harley-Davidson annual rally. And, we, I mean, we stuck a square peg in a round hole like no one I've ever seen before. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how we pulled this off. But, you know, we were building stages in, you know, ravines, and it was crazy. And so, you know, those are the types of things we'd love to see come back to our community. Sure. Because we have the infrastructure there to be able to host something that needs big land. And, you know, we aren't worrying about having to work around Carson Park schedules um, or, you know, what's happening with the university or some of our, our other city events that we can just put everything out there. And our hotels are not that far away. Right. So um, really looking forward to be able to see what else we can do. You know, we always think music because that's what we're good at. Exactly. But But we don't know what else is out there. You really created yourself a very clean whiteboard. Absolutely. Anything is possible. Mm hmm. So with, as you look at this with two different buildings, is that something where you could be doing two completely separate events at the same time? Absolutely. Okay. They have both have separate entrances. They both have separate ways to get in and they really do have two different personalities, Okay, um, which is kind of fun. So yeah, I mean, I can see us having two weddings, two totally different weddings happening up there and they're, they're on the opposite ends of the festival site from each other. Okay. So, um, you know, it's not like you're going to hear your band or, you know, right. I don't DJ know, maybe or, some wedding crashing going on. Yeah, too, well, you, you know, know that, you never that's know. always happened to a certain degree. As, <laughs> Depends as, what as, kind of case As, as they I have. can attest to. So, yeah, they're not going to know one yeah, more person, so right. we can get in there. Yeah, so, I mean, we could have two to three different things happening on that facility on okay. a, any given weekend. So, a lot and, of opportunity. And, and so then you talk about the campground. What did you say, 300? 300. So we have 30 campsites that are directly adjacent to the Crescent. Okay. And I call those permanent campsites, but there's an asterisk. So those sites have water, sewer, and 50 amp power. Okay. Which if you're a camper, apparently that's, that's like the yep. trifecta. Yep. And um, those are directly adjacent to the Crescent and they can be used in conjunction with that facility. Okay. So if you're having a wedding, if you're in town for an event, or um, there's a huge you know, bass fishing tournament and their banquet is at the facility and 30 people want to set up their campers there, they can do that. Okay. Um, as long as it's tied to something at the Crescent. And then the rest of the facility would need to be tied into something on the special event grounds. Okay. So at the festival site, for lack of a better term. And there are um, an additional 270 electrical sites there and then 750-ish um, standard sites. Okay. So just to be clear, so can anybody come on just camp? No. No. It, no. It's, it, you're coming for an event that's there. Correct. Okay. Correct. Correct. All yeah. Right. If you're just running through town on a Tuesday night, we can't accommodate you. Okay. So right. um, the uh, Eau Claire County Fairgrounds actually has some really great electrical sites, which I never even knew about. Oh. Yeah. There's a little campground there. Oh, interesting. I never knew. I know. Things you learned, right? There we go. I can yeah. go to bed and sleep tonight, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, right. you know. <laughs> <laughs> so what, are, for you, what are you looking forward through all this? I mean, you know, going through construction, anybody's ever gone through it at any level, you're just like, please get me to the last nail. But when you step back, let's say after Country Jam this year, what are you hoping to see and, and 
watch what people walk away from. You know, I think what I can't wait to see is um, the look on everyone's face. You know, like I said, we've had some guests that have been with us for 30 years. They'll call us on a pretty regular basis and ask for an update or to see if we have ah, any pictures. And okay. so, you know, we're we're changing the experience for the guest, but we're not changing it. You know, we're really right. trying to keep it pretty similar and just enhance. And I'm really looking forward to watching people discover something new. Okay. And, and even though it isn't, it's still country jam and it's yeah. still what we do. So I think that's... That's something I'm really looking forward to. And, you know, for years, we've always said, you know, for years, whether it's our festival here or the two festivals we used to do in Colorado, it was like unpacking and packing every year. You know, we had to move everything out. Oh, you sure. know, we, I have this room full of Rubbermaid bins and I'm really looking forward to just being able to have a home, sure. you know, and, and to be able to to look out over the festival site. You know, if I needed to see, do we have power here? I'd have to get in my car, drive to the town union, get out of the car, look for the power. So really to just be able to look out our window and okay. and see what we've built is going to be pretty cool because our offices will be out there as well. Okay, um, they'll be located in the Crescent, and um, and really, you know, for years we've said, "Gosh, if we could do this all over again, imagine how different it looked." Well, here we go. Here we go. So that's I think what I'm most excited about, and really to see what you know started out as a three day gig, um, what that looks like um, moving forward um, for. For us, the company, the ownership group, and our community. Sure. So are, are you anticipating or looking at doing any kind of like an open house or things? For, because, again, I having gone to a few, not many of these the type of concerts, but it's people get the particular. The invitation is still out there. Dave. I know it is, Dave. I, I know it is. And and with where I live, my wife and I are coming over on our bikes. But, you know, I, I, I've got a lot of friends who go to their, cons, their thing every mm-hmm. single year like mm-hmm. yours, you know, and they have their spot where they sit. Uh, so are you looking at doing some kind of woman house or just having people so they can come out and visually see it before they buy or? Well, I would like- love that, uh, but I just don't think we're going to be ready for that okay. early enough. Um, okay. But yeah, I would love to do that. We'll certainly do it afterwards. We'll okay. invite everybody out to to see it and enjoy it and maybe some sort of community event sure. um, that we host just as a thank you to everybody. But um, yeah, I think like legit the day before we're going to be, you know. Still, still, and- yes. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 I get, I did hotels for a long time. It's, you know, you're, you're still slapping something down while somebody's checking into yes, the first room. Yes. So, but, you know, I can tell you, you know. if you go out and you drive down Highway T and take a left on 20th Avenue, you oh, can come and see it yourself. I mean, yeah. it is a monster building I, right I've now. I've been by it several times and it, it is fun to watch from the road. Yes. It really and is. we have been posting some really fun drone footage and some renderings and stuff on our socials. So take a peek at those too. Okay. And um, we just actually got some really cool new drone footage that that we're going to narrate here in the next week or so. so. So with that, then what is your website they can find all that? Oh, countryjamwi.com. There we go. See, I haven't slipped that Look one you in there marketing so like nice, crazy. man. So, so you've been uh, with Country Jam, you were at WAU, mm-hmm. but through that you've been a very strong partner with the Chamber over all these years. What, where's the, what, what is the value to you in that relationship? You know, I think for me... In, in both places that I've worked, it's been connection. Okay. You know, I I am a connection person. 
Um, the more people I know, the better. Sure. Um, if I walk into a room and I don't know somebody, I make sure I know before I leave. It's, <laughs> it's what I love. And right. so for me, it's really been about connection. It's about finding people in the community and, and really providing opportunities to have a conversation with somebody that I would have never met in my day-to-day life. So, you know, I think of when I look around our list of contractors um, that we're working with, I can probably say that 75% of them I've met through the chamber. Okay. So I knew them prior to working with them and maybe felt comfortable with looking at their bid or or having them be a partner of ours on the project because I maybe sat next to them at a, a seminar that the sure. chamber did or met them at business after hours. But for me, I can honestly say through committees that I've been on at the chamber and events that we've been involved in, for me, it's just connection. And as you can imagine, when you're only open three days a year, things happen that are unexpected. So having that portfolio of connections is very important for us. Sure. You know, we had an incident one year where two days before the festival, our entire VIP kitchen burned to the ground. So apparently some squirrels got into some wiring (laughs) and, you know, it was like, okay, now what? And, you know, between the calls I was making to people that I had met in passing and the calls that were coming in to me saying, Kathy, how can we help? Okay. Um, was amazing. And so much of that happened through the chamber. And, you know, we woke up one morning, Wednesday morning, and our people were moving into where we sell all of our entertainer merchandise. And there's a family of skunks living under the building. Oh. So, you know, you got to find a skunk trapper. Sure, yeah. Because um, you just... They're you, not exactly in the yellow pages. No, they're not. <laughs> and so, you know, again, you start going through that Rolodex of connection, or you just call the chamber and say, sure. uh, who traps skunks? Yep. Um, now, apparently, you just Google a lot well, of this yeah, stuff. Well, yeah. You know, hey, Siri, you know. Yeah, that, yeah. She's like, why are you looking for skunks? Um, and so, for me, I would say that was one of my biggest values with the chamber is just being involved in. And, you know, we always say this over the years of working with you guys is you get in what you put. Right. You get out what you put in. Yep. If you don't go to anything, no, you don't You're, meet anybody. Right. And if you don't go right. to any of the seminars, you don't learn anything. So, using, using your chamber partners and learning and opportunities is your growth. Sure. And yeah, you know what? Sometimes it's easier to go home and just, you know, put your feet up and watch a little yep. Netflix, but, um, get out and get involved and ask to join a committee. You know, I'm not afraid to raise my hand. Sometimes I, um, I, I push my way into a couple of things over the years, I think, but it, it's good, you yeah. know, and well, it's, it helps as an individual helps you expand. Absolutely. You know? And learn and understand, you know, I've learned more about businesses. I had no idea who they were or what they're doing through um, relationships with the chamber. And I think that's what I'm most thankful for. Okay. You were telling me last year, something I guess I would have never thought would take place at the, at, at, during the weekend of Country Jam. You said there are a lot of business owners who come out and talk about business Mm -hmm. and i mean that they're there to enjoy but but at the same time they're they're taking clients they're taking friends or whatever you know i talk a little bit about that because again as as you know this grows and everything i I don't know if enough people maybe look at that as when they look at their marketing dollars Mm -hmm. per se you know how are we going to thank people or whatever but i I, that's something with the concert i had never thought of but you were really talking how well a lot of people utilize that yeah you know i think because we aren't that shed or that stadium you know you think about if you go to lambeau field Mm -hmm. and you look at who owns all the suites they're hosting guests they're hosting clients top clients and our vip experience is second to none so we do have a we do 
have quite a few of our VIP seat holders that will bring a different client every day. You know, you can split those tickets up. So you can, if you buy a three-day VIP, you get a Thursday, Friday, and a Saturday. Okay. So Thursday, I'm going to take, you know, if you're a banker, Thursday, I'm going to take one of my customers. Friday, I'm going to take one of my customers. And Saturday, I'm bringing my wife because she likes Tim McGraw. Um, So the ability to host clients is huge. Our garden decks, which are new in the last four years, um, there's a ton of business that gets done up there. That is a, that's a connection. And years ago, um, uh, when I was at uh, WEAU, Terry McHugh used to always say, Thursday night at Country Jam is business after hours. Like if you're not there working your book of business and you know, no, you're not walking out and handing out business cards, but, no, it's, but it's connection. Yeah. And running into a lot of people that you don't see very often. But I mean, I actually physically can't go into VIP because I'll never get out. <laughs> So I always take the back way, much, much to a lot of people's dismay. So like, you need to be in VIP talking to people. I'm like, then I can't run this festival. But, um, you know, it's it's very true. There is, there's a lot back there. And people, you know, that you may just see in passing or don't have an opportunity to spend a lot of time with. I mean, there are people I know I'm going to see every year at Jam. Okay. And I think we counted the other day. We have 30 CEOs that own VIP seats. So, you know, even if there's somebody you've tried to run into that you haven't been able to get that meeting with, that's there. The flip side of that is Jam is a really great opportunity to thank staff and employees. Okay. So we have a lot of companies in town that will come in and buy 50 general admission tickets. And, you know, lesson learned, only only give them one day's. Okay. Because then everyone um, isn't taking all three days off. Oh. So, um, and, and when you do a big ticket buy like that, the really nice thing is those tickets are non-day specific. If you buy a ticket on our website, you have to tell us what day you're going for general okay. admission. But if you want to come in and do a bulk ticket buy and say, I'm going to buy 50 tickets and we're going to use them as raffles or incentives with our employees, um, that goes a really, really, really long way. Sure. Um, and, and people love it. They can use those tickets however they want and... Um, we do have those types of things available as well. But okay. yeah, there's it is definitely a who's who of Eau Claire in our uh, VIP section. There's no That's question. Nice. That's mm-hmm. nice. So who are some of the talent coming this summer? Yeah, well, our biggest name, of course, is Tim McGraw. And um, we actually am very excited because there's it's been rumored for years and years and years that Tim and Faith met at JAM. Oh. And um, we've all talked about it. And we're like, is it like just an old wives tale or did it actually happen? And we do what's called a video liner. And the artist is like, hey, I'm Tim McGraw. I can't wait to see you in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. And we just got Tim's yesterday. And spoiler alert, um, he's he does the whole like liner. And then he goes, you know, Eau Claire's pretty, pretty special place for Faith and I. And that's all he said. I was like, oh, my gosh, it's true. And, you know, and again, so I sent it to our agent um, this morning and I said, well, I guess it's confirmed. And he emailed me. He's third generation in the agency. And he said, I'm pretty sure my dad watched it happen. <laughs> I know. And and that's, again, we've heard it for years, but I wasn't there and I didn't see it with my own eyes. But yeah, so McGraw is oh huge. You know, McGraw's McGraw's been in this business for 25 years. Yeah. You know, 1994 was our first Tim McGraw and, and, you know, here he is back on top of the world. And, um, but you know, mixing in all the other things too. So we've got whiskey Myers, which is this whole like surgence of Americana Okay, and very much more, they're not, they're just Americana. They're not like bro country where they're singing about, you know, tan lines and tailgates and things like that. I mean, I love me some tan lines and tailgates, but um, they're they're just a totally different vibe than we've really had in a long time. And they actually work really well with McGraw because they play a lot on the Yellowstone series. And obviously Tim McGraw sure. is John Dutton in yep. 1883. 
And so he's the, aged well. He has aged really well. Really yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> he's aged really well. <laughs> I wish I could say the same. Um, but Dirk Bentley is is just he's going to be fantastic. Chris Jansen, he was here a couple years ago, and he he blew the roof off the stage. He's going to be great. Our friends Low Cash are going to be back, and we have some really great new artists coming in. Um, Priscilla Block. I mean, that girl is just a walking train wreck. And so I can't wait to see her on stage. I mean, I truly can't. We were trying to describe her this morning. And she was doing a video the other day where she was talking about something. And she had like a can of beer and her hair extensions were in her mouth. And she was like combing her hair. I mean, who who does that? I mean, it, she's fantastic. And some great young talent that's okay. coming in. So, you know, we love that. We always pride ourselves in the fact that we've... You know, we've had, we always say we raised Kenny Chesney from a puppy because we had him, you know, he played at noon on our stage and he's headlined our stage. Oh so, gosh. you know, these artists that you, you had never even heard of, um, you know, we, I have a memory of Dirk Bentley when he was uh, at our Colorado festival one year driving around on the four wheeler and he kept going up to groups of people and asking them who was playing that day. And when they finally said Dirk Bentley, he's like, hey, is that guy any good? Because people didn't even know who he was. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, now he's been headlining for years. So Wow. Yeah. So we, we love that. And we love that we can introduce those people, our crowd, to those people. So sure. our our jammers that have been around a long time, you know, they'll look at, God, do you remember the lineup from, from 2002? Can you believe how great it was? I'm like, yeah, but, you know, again, well, Kenny wasn't a puppy in 02, but, like, you know, those artists that are young, yeah. um, when you see them in that 12 o'clock spot, they're like, you had Keith Urban and Luke Bryan on the same night. I'm like, yeah, because nobody knew who Luke Bryan was. Right, You know, right. so. Yeah. So who, who, probably not a fair question, but who's who's been your favorite act? And who's the act you want to get here before you retire? Oh, boy. Are you asking me or the company? Well, either way. <laughs> I certainly have my favorites that I, I enjoy working with a ton. And most of them are 90s just because we've been friends over the years. Sure. You know, I love working with Sawyer Brown. I love working with Phil Vassar. They're just, they're a joy every time they're here. They're easy. They're not high maintenance. Um and, you know, I have some bucket lists, too. Sure. Um, and, you know, I would love for us to to do the Dixie or the Chicks. I would love to have the Chicks. Um, you know, Garth is on, you know, we'll never get Garth. But, um, no. you know, George Strait was huge. Um, when we had George Strait, that was a big, that was a big day. Um, we had Bon Jovi in 2007. And that was a day that, I mean, I woke up shaking. Like, I was so nervous that, like. John Bon Jovi was going to be here. And that was a huge, that was so cool. And they were probably one of the easiest and kindest acts that we've ever worked with. Nice. Yeah, they were great. You know, Chris Ledoux over the years has been unbelievable to work with. He's passed away now. But um, yeah, most of country is pretty easy. Okay. You know, they're not high maintenance. And everyone always asks, you know, do they really want green M&Ms? Like, they can ask, but they're not getting them. You know, and they're like, well, we need this kind of transportation. I'm like, well, I have a 19, you know, a 2016 Suburban. That's what you're getting. So, um, yeah, country is really easy. And one of the really cool things about being in the festival business, I think, is that, um, you know, artists are very rarely in the same city on the same day. Okay. So, for example, last year we had Dustin Lynch, um, who filmed a music video for his new single at Country Jam in its entirety. Saw that. Yeah. And um, when he got there, he's really good friends with Chris Lane, who was one of our earlier artists. So to see those two kind of walk wow. up and be like, oh, my gosh. And actually, like, their their fist bump is in the video <laughs> because they're never in the same city sure. on the same day. So to sure. be able to just sit back there hanging out, they're having lunch together, playing bean bags. You know, it, they'll co-write on a on the bus. It, that's really cool, too. Yeah. 
I've always enjoyed over the year bringing friends to a George Strait concert. And they're getting so hyped to stand and start screaming. He comes out and sits and plays the guitar. And they look at me, they're like, this is it. I said, just shut up and listen. Just listen. I mean, this is, you know, so, you know, and, and they look in there and they walk away from him like, that's got to be one of the best concerts I've ever been. Mm-hmm. I said, you don't always need everybody jumping from the roof right. and swinging and doing all of this stuff. It, it comes back to the music. Yeah. And I'm know. a production girl. Like, I like things that blow up and, you know, there's <laughs> things. Um, but you're right. I mean, sometimes to just, I remember the first time we had Alan Jackson, I was like, oh, snooze fest that was awful and then the next time we had him I just was in the mood yeah and I was like I stood on stage and just cried like he was the his voice was so pure and the the music was so simple I I don't want to make it sound like he's simple but But he's true country it is it it's it's again if you just simply close your eyes and listen to the music it is very powerful yes you know and to take the time to do that is is a gift and so yeah oh very much we love it and it yeah we love it it's so great no we're please you know keep it you know keep following us and watching what we're doing because we're really proud of what we're building obviously for ourselves but more so for our city and we're excited to just see what's next so if you have something you're involved in you know if you're i just saw the other day appleton hosted the national axe throwing championships like i didn't even know it was a thing so if you happen to be a national axe thrower give us a call you know to get benny anderson on. i know know. i know so you know any ideas or things that you've been to you know reach out and let us know because we would love to bring that here and we're often just not on those event planners radars because we haven't had the space before so well and and that's you know somebody asked me the other day you know uh Again, that that you've been dealing with part of the convention for years. You know, mm-hmm. when you know when are they going to build a convention center? You know, and then the next question usually is, well, how many don't come? And I'm like, well, they stopped calling a long time ago because you know, so it's hard to identify that. Mm-hmm. But you know, so again, the point of people, if you know some, certainly reach out and and again, website and phone number to find you. Yeah, so countrymwi.com, and we do answer the phone. <laughs> Uh, at seven one five eight three nine seventy five hundred, and that is something that we are really, really proud of. Like, if you want to come and experience our festival, just call us. We'll tell you everything you need to know. You can go on the website and you can navigate the ticketing system and you can do all of that. And and if you don't like to talk on the phone, we do have like an info address, or you can ping us on social. But you know, we we aren't Ticketmaster. Like, we answer the phones. Thank we God. show up. If you have questions, we're here for you. You can walk in the office and have a conversation with us. We'd love that. So. Okay. And, and I'm assuming on the website is information about, you know, how to book a wedding or all those different things. That's or should they? in process. Okay. Yes. All right. Yep. Okay. So if you're interested in a wedding, you can just info at countryjamwi.com and we'll get you um, connected with the people that can help you with that. Okay. So um, we're hoping to have some more renderings and everything in the next couple of weeks, but it's going to be beautiful. Nice. Wonderful. So. Well, thank you very much, dear. It's always a pleasure seeing you and spending some time and learning about what's going on in your world. Yes, and, thank uh, you. The connections you have. Again, I, I would just reiterate what you said earlier of, you know, the, the asset of just being in business is those connections of just understanding how important and easier it makes if you know people versus, you know, again, having to pick up a phone book and have to try and find people at times. So, or, or use the Google. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, I'm, I'm, and unfortunately, as everybody knows, I'm losing what I call my Siri, Phil, <laughs> you know, it, it's uh, you talk about somebody that knows everything. So, but again, want to thank our, our guests today and our audience for being here. And of course, all of our sponsors and um, stay tuned for episode 15 coming up right around the corner.